Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by nonprofit Professional Performance 360 magazine. Hi, this is Paul Lemberg, and I want to welcome you to Orchestrating Success with Hugh Ballou. This podcast is all about ways to redefine leadership as a pathway to increasing your business or nonprofit income. Now, here's Hugh with today's session. Welcome back. This is podcast number 97. We're, we're emphasizing Nonprofit Professional Performance 360 magazine, nonprofitperformance.org. Important articles from skilled people that will up your leadership game. It's aimed and targeted toward the nonprofit leader. Good leadership, however, is good leadership. So go to nonprofitperformance.org, check it out. Let's talk about um, observation. When should we intervene and when should we observe? It's a really useful little book, and there's a link to it in the podcast. Uh, by, the book is by John Hyder. It's The Day of Leadership. Um, here's a quote from, from that book. Your job is to facilitate and illuminate what is happening. Interfere as little as possible. Interference, however brilliant, creates a dependency on the leader. Um, I have seen that play out numerous times in my life and the life of others. We as leaders aren't aware of the consequences of our actions many, many times. Managing self is the leader's first responsibility. Managing group process is the next. Setting the example is a primary foundation for defining the transformational leader. In Bowen Systems, and if you look at uh, podcast 8, 9, and 10, it's about the work of Murray Bowen and Bowen Leadership Systems. In Bowen Systems, the leader changes. The, the leader changes others by changing themselves. We can't change others, really. We only can change ourselves. I'd written that sentence and had to think about it. Um, leading is an ongoing business. Ministry or nonprofit needs high-functioning culture with leaders on teams aligned with the organization's values and guiding principles. I facilitate meetings. That's one of my primary skills and passions. I have reverse, rehearsed <laughs> reversed some, some things by thinking differently, but I have rehearsed managing group process for oh, 31 plus years um, as a facilitator and 40 plus years as a musical conductor. There was some overlap there, as you might guess. What I've learned is that the leader can't make anybody do anything. 
if they can, it doesn't last very long, and the outcome is typically compromised. The relationships are also compromised and many times damaged beyond repair. Many leaders work in groups, teams of various sorts, which are could be described as group emotional systems. We impact everyone else in that system with our actions, both good and bad. More often than not, when group members are not performing up to the expectations of the leader, it's a direct result of the leader's actions or inactions. The first principle of transformational leadership in my world is being able to go, let go of things. Let go of things that someone else can do. So that's mastering the art of delegation. Micromanaging is deadly by taking power that's assigned to others. Coaching is empowering by enabling others. Leadership is a system in which the leader builds and equips leaders within the culture, typically leaders within teams. Sometimes the leader needs to intervene. Sometimes the leader should observe and comment later. Knowing the difference is the wisdom of leading. In their book, Facilitative Leadership and Social Work Practice, Breshears and Volker provide a helpful sequence of steps in managing group process. Number one, observing and diagnosing what is happening in the group. Number two, hypothesizing what you would like to have happen in, the, in light of the group's tasks or development phase. Three, do something to encourage change. Here's the routine. Observe, think, and then act. We all learn from our mistakes if we pay attention and apply the principles to the next situation. It's the leader's duty and delight to assist others on the team to grow their skills. This can be accomplished in several ways. Here's, here's four bullet points for you to consider. One, affirming. Encourage boldness and the spirit of attempting to meet the challenge. Affirming his honest feedback and not trumped up artificial verbiage or hype. Be sincere, be direct, be factual. Number two, informing. Provide information needed to accomplish the assignment. Set a timeline for progress. Define check-in times for coaching and correcting. Provide information and check for understanding. Bullet point three is directing. The musical conductor directs and shapes the music. The musical score is similar to the strategy in that it provides directions for each person. The overall experience and attention to detail and the development of the culture depend on the direction of the leader. Don't be AWL, absent without leave, when the team needs direction. And bullet point number four, correcting. Speak to what's working, what's not working, and what needs to change. 
This is mentoring, not micromanaging. Did you get that? It's a big difference. 180 degree difference. This is mentoring and not micromanaging. When the musical director stops the rehearsal and tells the trumpets that they are too loud, of course they're not upset. The culture expects the director to make corrections with specific details. The conductor continues with the information that, that the trumpets need to reduce the volume by one dynamic level. Not making corrections gives the impression that the leader is not capable. Don't focus on pleasing people. Focus on doing the right thing. People will respect you. Quit worrying about whether they like you. Focus on doing the right thing and they will respect you for that. Rehearse for excellence by observing first and then acting. The reverse can be dangerous. Two books I refer to, The Day of Leadership by John Hyder and Facilitative Leadership in Social Work Practice by um, Elizabeth Brashears and Roger Volker. Those are good books for your library. The best leaders continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to expand their knowledge and their skills. This is Hugh Ballou signing off Podcast 97. I hope it's been helpful. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today to the Orchestrating Success Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay focused on ways to redefine leadership and increase your profit. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.